What's going on, everybody? This is Positive Anger with myself, Nathan McIntosh. Whoa! Thank you very much for listening. As always, please rate and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Subscribe to the Patreon.com slash Positive Anger. And there is also a YouTube channel that I'm um, trying to put more stuff on because it's over, right? I mean, this is, and that's fine. That's completely fine. It is. Uh, it is what it is. I, it, it, the the life of uh, being a comedian, like live stand-up comedian who goes to places and talks to humans is done right am i crazy i mean it might come back in the it might come back right right at some point in time currently it feels as if it is you know you you hear people in west virginia yelling about i mean this is this goes back a couple years but people yelling about coal we gotta bring coal back where's the coal i want to go into the earth punch my hand into the ground, wearing a hat with a light on it. Coal. I want coal. We go, man, coal, coal's toast, buddy. Coal's done. Coal's not done. Coal's been my life. Coal's how I make money. I want more coal. Buddy, we're moving so far away from coal. You know, I guess you can stand here and keep screaming about coal, but coal's gone. There is no coal. Sort of at this point right now feels what live stand-up comedy is at this point it is coal it is buddy you're yelling about coal and that's fine but also what are we doing so oh and i say that uh, also to say that uh gonna be doing shows hopefully in vancouver and edmonton at the end of november uh, Vancouver, November 19th to 22nd, and Edmonton, November 26th to 29th, if everything currently stays the way that it is. Um, but I mean, you know, I just left Toronto and they sort of shut down again. Also, flying to Alberta, good God, in September can have you hit some snow. So, November, plane might get fully taken into a brand new ice age and i have to live under a full sheet of thick thick ice trying to drill through it to get to a skidoo to bail into a place with regular human weather so hopefully those do those do happen. Also, with that being said, and I and I truly don't say that in any kind of super negative way. It's just like, all right, man, fuck. At this point in time, it is what it is. You know, April, May, you're trying not to get thrown into a, a truck as a frozen body and hauled off to be buried in some park that they dug a hole in to throw you in the ground. That's what was going on in New York. But um, then you just kind of go, all right, well what are we doing at that point in time it was like hey man yeah it's coming back it's coming back oh yeah it's coming back we're getting it back oh we're fighting to get it back and then you go good what are we what are we what are we what are we talking about it's coal it's coal currently coal but one day 
I'll be back regularly on stages as a giant piece of coal telling people about the past. With that being said as well, thank you to people who commented on, shared, uh, reposted the uh, joke about white women that I posted a couple years back now. Um, it's When I first posted that joke... People, first of all, I was very scared to tell that joke, as dumb as that kind of sounds now. At the time, I, I remember telling other people about, like, comedians. I was like, hey, I got, you know, this is my thought on this. And they were like, man, you have to say that. You just have to say that. And I go, ugh, people are going to hate it. People are going to absolutely hate it. Like, where am I going to, you know what I mean? I'm going to go to Brooklyn and just, that is, I am talking to that place for the most part, comedy scene-wise, anyway. And I'm like, ugh, it's going to be tough. So it took me a year, probably, to even try to start saying it. And then when I did um, start, anyway, white women were pissed, and black people were cool with it. And uh, white men, uh, I don't know. And then other people, I don't know. But uh, but that's kind of what I saw, and I was like, okay, well, I can't keep doing this in a way that makes the people that I'm at, that I'm talking about. I'm not trying to literally make them mad. I'm just trying to say what to see. So you know, whatever. I had to keep kind of figuring it out, and did that. But anyways, thank you to uh, people who reposted it and stuff and commented on it, um, because you know, life. Now next week i am going to nova scotia i'm gonna be gone for a i'm gonna be there for a month i'm going to oh, keep you know keep doing these things it's gonna be tough I'm, I'm 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 staying with my uh friend i've known for 20 years and 20 years ugh, at this point actually that's not a bad thing there's you know at one point in time I wouldn't have thought at 14, 15, every time I go to Nova Scotia or even think about going, it reminds me of, you know, growing up there. Of course. Why wouldn't it? When I left there, like drove away to move to Toronto to start doing stand up, I left in a 93 Cutlass Sierra Oldsmobile, 93 Oldsmobile Cutlass Sierra four door sedan. I bought this car for $1,600 when I completely shouldn't have. I was living in a closet at the time, a legit closet. My head was in the closet. Doors were taken off. friend of mine made me a bed out of a, a broken futon that he found in the garbage room. And I know I've talked about some of these things before, but um, left there at a 93 Cutlass, Oldsmobile uh, Sierra. That thing... Man, loved it. No reason to buy it. I was living in a closet. Absolutely no reason to buy that car. But hey, I'm stupid. Dumb. I'm, you know, 18. Dumb, dumb, dumb. But hey, I bought it. It was great. Tire blew up on the road. Uh, power steering cord shattered and I couldn't go anywhere with it. It uh, was completely broken into at one point. I Well, not even broken into. Somebody just broke the window and I had to drive to work. Worked at a plumbing supply warehouse at the time. Had to drive to work sitting on glass in February in Nova Scotia with just straight icy 
pirate wind hit me in the eyes. Um, anyway, so so thinking about how long I've known this man who I'm going to uh, stay with. I um, going to Nova Scotia. Great, awesome. I'm gonna be there for one month because I got to quarantine for two weeks before I'm able to you know wander the earth because the Maritimes is doing its complete own thing. If I would have went straight from Toronto to there, still would have had to quarantine because they're doing their own deal, which makes a lot of sense. The country barely knows what's going on out there anyway, and I guarantee, actually, every part of the country thinks that about every other part of the country. They don't know about us. They don't know what we're doing. Definitely the prairies is like, yo, fuck Ontario. They don't... That place doesn't care about us, and they don't know about us. Um, You know, BC doesn't give a fuck. But... Not too many people in Canada even go to the Maritimes. Don't. It just, it doesn't really happen too much. The amount of times when I was living in Toronto that people would be like, oh, I went out east. I've been to Montreal. And you go, and if you're, if you're, you know, if you're from the States, you don't know too much about the geography of any of these places. I mean, it's like, it's like living in ugh, Chicago. And being like, yeah, I've been to New England. I went to fucking Erie. These are bad examples, but you get it's. It, there's much more past Montreal that is east, for God's sake. So it makes sense that the Maritimes is shutting itself off completely to be like, look, none of you people ever came out here anyway. It's cheaper, literally, to fly from Toronto to London, England, than it is sometimes to go from Toronto to Halifax. So we get it. Skip past the lobsters, go straight into a Beatles lyric. We'll stroll down Abbey Road instead of even looking at Barrington Street. We get it. But also, right now, fuck everybody. We're shutting it off. And if you want to come in here, you got to sit in somebody's basement and uh, live under your nan's house for two weeks. And just makes me think, because here, here's here's what's going to happen. I already know this is what's going to happen. So I got to go to my friend's house, right? Which, like, I could get an Airbnb. One, I don't want to spend the money on it. Two, it, it, is, it is rude in... And uh, there's other places like this, too. In the East Coast, though, if you're like, I'm going to get an Airbnb instead of staying at somebody's house who's offering their house, you might as well just go kick their kids. I mean, it is it is a full insult. My friend's like, look, man... Stay at my apartment. I'll go uh, stay at my mom's for a bit. And then you got this place and blah, blah, blah. There's a part of it that I'm like, my friend who absolutely love, man's a hero. Um, this man's this man has been in the Cutlass Sierra. We went to the Royal Rumble last year. Was that last year? Yes, last January, where I threw up in a family room <laughs> on unbelievably sick on the flight there flew threw up in the the family bathroom at the the uh diamondbacks stadium only to then basically when he left the next day i i laid in a in a room in phoenix sweating for seven hours before i got on a four and a half hour flight i literally felt like i had done molly or i don't i've never even done molly i felt i felt like i was close to death i was just literally sitting in a room sweating thinking about my entire life and going man i have to get on a flight out of here anyways known this man a very long time and i'm like oh man i gotta stay on a couch my 
you know, you know, I have lived uh, with with uh, the good Doctor Liz for a long time, and I've lived with women before this. There's certain things I just can't. Here's a small dumb thing that I can't ever not go to anymore or have candles. I can't do it. What? Why are we not? Why do you not have candles in your house? For what reason? Why? Why not? Light a candle sometimes. They smell nice. Even just for yourself. You live alone? Light a candle. You live alone by yourself. You're like, oh, God, it sucks being blah, blah, blah. I got my problems. You light an apple cinnamon candle? Turning your day around. What are we talking about? Dirty bathrooms? Tough, man. Tough. And, you know, I absolutely love my friend. Man lives by himself. He doesn't give a fuck. There's going to be towels in the street. It's going to be like, it's, I feel it's going to be like, you know, you know, in pursuit of happiness, when Will Smith is holding Jaden and he's keeping the door, bathroom, public bathroom door closed while he's holding a bone density scanner. That's what this bathroom is going to be like for a couple of weeks. And now, uh, am I staying there and is it great? Am I happy that somebody offered it? Yes, of course. I love this man. Love his family. I love I love this whole deal. But there are parts where we're like, I'm going to have to, I might have to fly with a candle or get a candle delivered when I get there. I'm definitely going to have to clean a human being's bathroom so that I can live there for two weeks. I'm going to have to bring it. I probably got to bring a towel. I probably have to bring a towel. There are some men on this earth who have either can't live with women or never will or haven't or whatever the case may be who, and look, I'll use a towel. I'll use a towel until it literally, I'll just use it and hang it out. I don't care too, too much, but it does have to be a towel that is held together with with towel. Does that make sense? It's got to be a towel that looks like a towel. Like if you dry it, you go, that's a towel. Not a rat, not a ripped up, not like Rambo's shirt in Rambo 4 where he's fighting Burma. Not, not like a tattered, broken, ripped, frayed. Doesn't even really dry you off. Actually just scratches your skin. Just, just scratches your skin until the water runs away from the irritation you've caused with the ripped Rambo shirt towel you're trying to dry off with that should only be used, should only be used to wipe down cars and old cars at that. Should only be used by mechanics to twist gaskets. I don't know if any of that makes sense. To, 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 to get oil drained out of an old, maybe 93 Oldsmobile Cutlass Sierra, but not a towel for a human person to dry their body with because it does not dry you. It rips your body apart. So I'm not necessarily looking forward to that. Um, trying to think of some other things here. There's just gonna be, you know, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to spend a day cleaning this place so that I can live in it, and then the next two weeks after that, it'll just be what it is again. And I also kind of go, you know, anytime I go back there again, I think of uh, so many things. Every time I walk, I, 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 I walk around and I, I go to a place I either used to work or walk past a place I used to live. It's just like, uh, I don't know, it's like a, a, a end of sandlot where, where you, 
you know, where they do the whole thing about like, hey, this is what they ended up doing. This is a terrible example. Basically, any any old you know movie about somebody that goes to their old town. How about that? How about just a regular human thing where you go to where you're from, you might look around. How about that? I didn't have to relate it to anything. So I do that. And there's, 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 uh, you know, good stuff with that. And there's, you know, just sad shit with that too. Um, but this is what's made me kind of think too, because also, again, so I'm going to stay at my friend's house for a while, scratch myself with a fucking ripped apart goddamn towel, no candles. Get a fucking... You know, honestly, every apartment uh, when you move in should come with candles. Anybody who rents apartments, landlords, superintendents, owners of condos, whatever the hell, put a fucking candle in the fucking place. Put a candle in the unit, apartment, room, whatever. You know when you go to a hotel sometimes and they'll have chocolate on the pillow? When you move into an apartment or house or whatever, candle in the fucking living room. Why not? It'll cost you $6. Get a $6 lilac candle and put it in the house or apartment that you're renting or selling to somebody. Give them a fucking candle. Anyways. So past the two weeks there, then I also think, okay, so here's what's going to happen. Two weeks of my friends is going to be great, right? See him. Love this man. I'm going to rent a car, be able to drive around when I'm out. But then I got to go. I basically got to, I'm going to spend two weeks in a box to then spend two weeks fighting with my family. And you go, you know, is this worth it? Is this a thing that needs to be done? And this is also why I don't go home for Christmas. I don't, um, you know, I don't make it a point to go. I'll never go home for Thanksgiving. I don't really care about that. I, I don't really go out of my way to go. I go there. I go there when I'm like, oh, fuck, I haven't been there in a while. That's kind of how I, that's the relationship I have with my family. I go, oh, wow, it's been a while. I should go out of the human decency. But as far as getting back to the comforts of home or the, the any of that, no, I love I love going back to where I'm from, but as far as like the other stuff that comes with that, ugh, I, I already know it. I, I was arguing with my mom the other day. She was like, you know, make sure, make sure you, you're able to come back here. I'm like, what do, what do you, what do you mean? I, I, I know that they're, I know that they're being strict and that they're not just letting anybody into the Maritimes, but I'm a citizen and also from there. I mean, it, it should be fine. They're going to tell me to quarantine and all that. I'm going to try to get a test before I go, even though they're going to be like, this test is fucking in America. What the hell does this mean? Who the fuck is this? What what doctor, who, what way does this doctor lean? How are we going to trust this? They're going to look at it like fucking Monopoly money. But I'm going to try to get it anyway. But she's like, well, ugh, you know, maybe they won't let you in. I go, why, why, would they, why would they not let me in? And she's like, well, you're not, you know, you, you're not... Uh, you're coming from outside the place. I go, yeah, I know, I know that. I get it. I, but I have looked it up. It should be fine. If I get to the... I'm like, what? what's going to happen? I get to the... I land off the plane. I get there and they go beat it. I could, I get... Look, weird fucking times, I guess. I land. I walk past the little waterfall at the airport in Nova Scotia. Stanfield International. I walk past the little waterfall. I get to the customs officer. He goes, where are you coming from? I go, New York. He goes, suck your own dick. Turn around. 
get back on that fucking flight, go to, back to Toronto, and then back to New York. Could happen. Could happen. But she's like, oh, God. All I did was say, I'm like, oh, fuck. It just... So I go, God damn it. I'm going to go quarantine for two weeks, which I don't want to do. Of course I don't want to do. I just quarantine. I literally just quarantine for two weeks. I will, I will have... I'll be quarantining for a month in as much as two months. So one one month of the last two months, I've been quarantined. So great. Back to watching serial killer documentaries and fucking horror movies and, you know, jumping rope. And, and, just, and just going, well, this is life. Here we are. And, but then this time, last time was for work. This time is the antithesis of work. This is fighting with human beings that I don't necessarily need to fly home to fight with. I call them right now. On the phone right now, we can have an argument. So I pose this question to people. And, and I mean your family specifically. Yours. Not just the idea of a family. Because if you think about like a family, oh, the words sound nice. Family. Like a Cheerios commercial. Everybody sitting around drinking milk and orange juice and water, eating a bagel and Cheerios and a banana, and a dog is laughing, and the grandmother, oh, man, whoa, I can't find my diapers. Oh, granny. And everybody is just jerking each other off. Cheerios, heart health, whole grain, family. But I don't mean the idea of. I mean your family. Is it worth it to you to quarantine for two weeks to see your family? If you think about it, is it worth it to you to see your to quarantine for two weeks to see your family? Is it worth it? Because I'm doing it. I'm going to do it. And I already I'm hoping I'm hoping I'm not uh you know, that I'm sort of like, ah, it's going to be sort of worse than it is. Because it, it'll, it'll be what it is. It'll be ev- what it is every time I go back. I'm going to get messages from certain people that I knew fucking years ago who I don't give a fuck to, to try to run into or talk to fucking people who are like, oh, you know, you don't have to swear or you don't have to fucking doop to doop bop boop just shit like just certain things that i go fuck not a fucking just certain things that, and then the actual family ugh, yelling at about whatever the fuck yelling about certain things that have that have been talked about before not talked about before like i've gotten into arguments with my mom about my dad well i i guess i put that in quotes um because i've asked over the years okay so i have I met my dad, I mean, again, I've had jokes about this, and I've talked about this at points in time, but I met my dad when I was five. Um, he asked me if I wanted to play 52-card pickup, and he told me a joke. That's legitimately very real thing that I will never not remember. And then he called our house when I was... Fuck, I thought I turned this off. That's funny. My friend who I was just trashing his towels and saying that he needs a candle texted me, woo. Man's great. So I, uh, my, so when I was 13, my, quote, dad uh, called the house 
and what am I on 13, 12 or 13, something like that. And he called the house. He's talking to my mom. Then my mom's like, he wants to talk to you. I'm talking to him on the phone. He's crying, um, saying that, you know, he shouldn't have left and he feels bad and he loves us and he wants to be back together, which I don't remember any of the together. I don't really think there was uh, together. I mean, he was never in the picture from when I was growing. Like, I don't remember him ever being there. And I don't even say that in like any kind of sad way or like, fuck this guy. I'm just saying it, it is what it is. My mom, so he's like asking for the address. My mom's like, don't give it to him. And then I hung up on him because my mom's like, just hang up the phone. So weird day when you're 13. So I, I, but I've never like, I've never really had any kind of like, I, again, I remember seeing episodes of Maury where people are like, I need to find my dad when they're, you know, 30, 20, fucking 40. And their dad walks out of the woods and he's like, oh God, you know, I had... I was working at GM, and they told me I had to work a triple shift, and then it ended up that they fucking chained me to the conveyor belt, and I was never able to leave until I made every single car in the year 1990 to 1995. Apologize that I wasn't around, but I'm here now, and these two people hug. I've never had that that uh, thing, that desire, but I have asked my mom at points, like, what ha- like, what happened? Just in general, what happened? Like... Did he just fuck off? Did you decide that you were like, I can't raise a, 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 a kid and then another kid with this man and you bailed? Like, I just, I'm, I'm literally just curious as to what is, what is it that um, happened? That's it. I already told you. I don't, I don't need to, I don't want to get it. Just instantly angry. There's no, there is no, it's not a conversation. It's not a back and forth. It's not anything. She takes it as a full-on attack and will not get into it. Just absolutely, the one time, there was one, there was one time that we were like, taught, right before I moved to New York, I was out in the East Coast for about a month, um, which at that point in time was, was really great. Uh, my mom was dating this dude that she really liked and uh, all that stuff is going really well. My, uh, I got to spend time with my grandmother before she, she passed away like the next year. Um, I loved my grandmother, Ethel, loved Ethel. Ethel was so funny. Anyways, um, see every time I go back, every time I even kind of am about to go to the Nova Scotia, just so many fucking things. But anyways, we were, me and her were talking before I, uh, before I left and she goes, you know, when I was your age, I had you and your brother and you were going into grade one. I was like, holy fuck. I, I, I'm going to move, I'm moving to New York to restart uh comedy again and on this trip from toronto to the east coast i fucking put the wrong tag on my bag and sent my bag to calgary so i had to call every airport and find my bag and they weren't even going to give it to me i had to literally go look there's open it up and there's this this and this in it and the guy's like gotcha and then they ended up flying it over but i almost lost every single thing that i owned while going to new york to restart comedy which again is now coal it's not coal but currently 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 it's kind of coal but it will not be coal forever whatever but um which is the worst part of uh 
comedy. There's many bad parts of many, many things. The very beginning of, of uh, stand-up comedy is, honest to God, if all petty crimes, if people were, were charged, if people were, if people were sentenced to two weeks of stand-up comedy, man, a lot, of, a lot of petty things would just be gone. Like, if you robbed a store and they go, look, two weeks of stand-up comedy, oh, God, writing things on napkins and taking them to open mics... To to, to, to to get on stage and try to make, you know, fucking psychos and rapists laugh. And I'm making those, like, I'm stretching those things, but also I'm not. You go to some open mics and you go, who the fuck is this? This person's covered in blood. Like, what is this? But this is what it is. This is the beginning of the insanity that is stand-up. And I was going to do that again. Had already done it in Toronto and decided, ah, fuck this. No, I got to go start again. So I did. Um, this woman had had two kids and one of them was in grade one. That's fucking nuts. But I asked her then about, um, you know, we're talking about it because she goes, uh, she goes, um, ugh, I don't know if I've ever said this here, but I'll say it. it, it, it well, so she's like, you, you're, you know, he's in town if you want to meet up with him if you want to talk to him and i go i i don't and also if you're talking to him don't if he asks about me don't tell him anything i'm like that's just kind of you know he's never really there i don't think he really gets to know the good things or whatever and i know what she was trying to say it, but she goes he doesn't ask about you and i will say that that was that really fucking punched me in the chest that was like i don't ever spend time thinking about it but that really made me go, oh, fuck, yeah. Like, that really hurt. Um, that really made me go, okay, well, obviously there's things there. It really, really hurt. And I get what she was, again, I get what she was trying to say. My, my whole family is very, like, um, you know, uh, to the point sort of deal. So what she was trying to say was, don't worry, he he doesn't. But she isn't thinking that, like, this is a fucking rough fucking sentence. Um, anyway, so we're me and her were talking about it, and I said, you know, I asked her there what happened, and she goes, look, if he would have stuck around, it would have been two people drinking. And I was like, yikes. <laughs> because one was, and my mom, my mom uh, doesn't drink now and hasn't for years. Uh, me neither, really. I have a drink every once in a while, but like not a lot, but I used to like, again, I've talked about this before, but I used to like drink, drink from like 13 to like 19, 17 to nine, you know, whatever. I drank, I, had a, I, had, I took ulcer pills. I had a fucking drank. I drank like, I drank like somebody that lost their partner in a goddamn fire, like a cop, like Arnold in end of days, waking up, you know, like a, a, somebody had kicked in my door killed my wife and kids and i'm in the morning making a coffee pizza cigarette alcohol smoothie that level of uh drinking but anyways that's kind of like the only thing that i ever sort of got from her about like okay well yeah that would have been bad all right and you just kind of go well fuck it is what it is but um you know these are the things again that i think when i'm about to go to this place um which I am, you know, I'm excited to go to, but there are many things associated with it. Again, I ask, is it worth it to quarantine for two weeks? 
to see your family. Not another person's family, not the idea of family, your family. I mean, I guess if, you know, for myself, it is to, to, um, I really wish, like, I wish when I went back, like, I, I, uh, I was lucky enough to know my great-grandfather and great-grandmother. My great-grandfather passed away when I was 13, but, like, a lot of people don't get to fucking meet their great-grandparents. My great-grandmother passed away three years ago. Three years ago, yeah. Um... And uh, obviously got to spend a lot of time with her before them. I wish they were still around. I wish my grandmother was still around. Fucking miss my grandmother. I miss Nanny. Nanny's my great-grandmother. Nanny's house. I got to drive past that. Now it's just fucking nothing. It's fucking Nanny's house. Woman's making bread. Where the hell? What happened to the fuck? Where's the bread? Toast. So I also like... You know, I want to go back out there too because even at the even the people I gotta fight with, sad reality is one day they won't be around to fight with, and I don't. Um, you know, I I don't I want to have those th- that be a massive gap. Like I haven't seen these people in years and years, and then they pass away anyway, and it's like, well, <sighs> should have went back sooner to fight with them beforehand. Because now you can't fight with them, and you didn't see them forever, and they toast. Um, yeah. My, uh, my friend's house, too, literally looks at my, like his apartment that I'm staying in, literally looks at my high school, my, where I graduated, literally at it. From his balcony, you can see the school, which, you know weird man i got expelled from that fucking place um at some goddamn point in time which is so crazy and there's still people back home that don't even know that that's a thing and when they do find out they're like expelled what did you do like i didn't do anything other than exactly what i'm doing right now talking (laughs) talking is not appreciated so i get i don't know there's just so many so many thoughts i have when i go when I go back, but that's where I'm going to be next from next Thursday for a month. I will be back home. Oh my God. Oh my dear God, dear God, before I forget again, Jesus last week, I wasn't able to do this because, well, I mean, I had just gotten home and I was all fucked up and I did the, I did the podcast. Like I did the podcast so I the night before I left, I didn't sleep at all. I did the podcast after basically sleeping during the day, but not really sleeping. And I completely forgot this. And I will not forget this time. And holy fuck, I apologize that I forgot this. So <laughs> shout out to Tamara, who says, hey, Nathan, every year for the last three to five years, <sighs> you've given and sometimes forgot, LOL, a shout out for my birthday. Would love another one this year. Uh, Tamara, happy birthday. And it's, look, she even says it's next Tuesday, October 6th. Christ, I literally flew the next day and then was going to, I was like, yes, this is, can happen. Of course, I'm going to do it this day. When I get home, I'm going to do the podcast and I will do this shout out on the 7th. When the po- for when the podcast comes out, completely 
skipped my fucking mind because I was up all night. Blah, blah, blah. Not really a great excuse, but it is what it is. But Tamara, happy birthday. Even though it was on October 6th, I hope it was great. I I, uh, hope it was an amazing birthday. I appreciate you listening to the podcast for all these years. I can't believe that it's been, man, I can't believe I've been doing this podcast this long. Insanity. It's a it's a consistent world. It's a consistent thing in a world full of insanity. Stay safe. Um, that was the end of her message. Tamara, again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Shout out to you. I hope it was a great birthday. I know I'm late with it, but serious to God, I hope it was great. And thank you, thank you again for listening to the podcast. I greatly, greatly appreciate it and greatly appreciate you. Stay safe as well. And again, I ask... Now you specifically, Tamara, if you, is it worth it to you to quarantine for two weeks to see your family? And if you want to forget that I asked you that question and get back to me in a week or so, I understand, Tamara. I get it. Based on our relationship the last three to five years, I understand. But I I would actually like to know. Um... I thought there was something else that I wanted to say here. Damn it. God damn it. Well, uh, I thought I had, you know, I'm going to, I guess, I guess not. I have a, I have a, a jazz rant that I, I have to edit, but I'm going to post it on my Facebook and Instagram and stuff. Um, so check that. Check it out. All right. Thank you guys so much for again for listening to the podcast. Pa- <laughs> Thank you guys so much again for listening to the podcast. Please rate and subscribe, comment on iTunes. Greatly appreciate you. Patreon.com slash positive anger. And I will be doing this while I'm away from my friends. Candleless apartment. Thank you. Later. <laughs>